Es war der Wind wieder gut, Herr Jungs, von mir mein gottlittisch Not. That's pretty good, wasn't it? Oh my gosh! That was, that was great! My, I, my ears were blessed. Wait a minute. I think I became a man. <laughs> I think I became German. <laughs> I think you found your calling. Yay! We're all recording. That Woo! was the hardest part. <laughs> that was the hardest part. Well, we're all here together for our, well, part two, is it? Part two. Part two of what? Part two of the greatest video game soundtracks of all time. Kevin, we have a new guest. We do. The legend. The myth. John Hamilton. This has been a moment that we've been waiting for for weeks. We've been trying to get this episode out forever. Our audience has definitely been patient. They, Or maybe they grew impatient and have right. totally left. We don't know yet. We'll know after we put this one out whether or not well, there still is an audience. <laughs> we'll see if we went from two listeners to one listener. Well, no, we lost some of our, uh, the patience. <laughs> I, I, man, I love audience. I love just that, like the listener count goes down with every episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it all started great, and ever since we started putting more and more effort and time into things, yeah, things just started going down. But hopefully, with with John's presence here, we'll make a resurgence. Yeah, John, you bring all of your positive audience energy. To the, to the podcast you guys have Even though, so much faith in me <laughs> we're, we're banking on you reviving this podcast breathing life back into this death <laughs> podcast well not only that well kevin and i were hoping that you could actually replace one of us on the podcast if one of us dies to keep it going mm. yes yes i accept this this offer with great humility great that's all we needed to hear. <laughs> you'll you'll be receiving a contract soon, so uh, be on the lookout. Has <laughs> the pay good? Yeah, uh, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Wait, Kevin, you get paid? We can, we can talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I yep. didn't know you got paid. Yeah, we have like seven sponsors. <laughs> we do? Yeah. Um. Uh. Grizzly Tobacco. Um. <laughs> uh, Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Uh, no way. Checkers. Uh huh. Um, Raid Shadow Legends. Rallies. Ra yeah, yeah. Checkers slash rallies. Oh, that's. A, are we sponsored by uh, White Castle, perchance? You know what? We're we're um, we're getting the offers. You know from them. I'm uh, negotiating right now. So you know we'll we'll see what comes of it. So, John, are you ready to take on the responsibility of, like, all of the fame and wonder that comes with the podcast and, like, negotiating sponsorship deals in case one of us dies? Mm. I see. I'm willing to just to just leave that part of the gig to Kevin, and we'll just hope that Kevin isn't the one that dies. <laughs> it sounds like, really, the whole crux of this thing revolves around Kevin staying alive. <laughs> Y'all better protect me. I'm basically the reason why this 
podcast is raking in over, you know, seven figures a year. Oh my God. Wow. Good on you, Kevin. I'm just glad Mm -hmm. that the podcast is doing as well as it is. I'm just proud. Thank you. If we're going to get this bad boy kicked off, this additional fine listening of the virtual worlds, who would like to start us off on this a glorious part two? Well, John is our guest, so I believe that he should have the first go. That's fair. I'm, I'm John, what okay with that. What, what do you have for us today? I can't decide which one I should play first. Oh yeah. I was unaware that I'd be put on a spot like this. I mean, do we just <laughs> do we just throw an absolute banger out there? We're just trying to bring awareness to the beauty that is great video game soundtracks. So I leave it entirely up to your discretion. Okay. I'm gonna start with with one that's little less known um you kind of had to pour somewhere around 80 hours of your life into the campaign of this game (laughs) to get to the second song that i'm gonna play oh Um, my gosh do we have to wait 80 hours to experience the second song no no thankfully we can just play it (laughs) okay good i was just curious i I was kind of looking up i was kind of looking forward to the build-up like oh, it is it is a build up. Um, I'm trying to find it on YouTube. Right An eighty now. hour build up. Don't mess this up, John. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I didn't know you were actually gonna wait eighty hours. I I can't find John, the, our audience is waiting. The the thing. Our one listener is about to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry, John. Gillette said they weren't going to sponsor if you didn't start raking in the views. I I can't find the the song that I want. John, you've on, ruined it. You blew it. On YouTube. You blew it, John. You blew it. I you have had one job. I have my list. I have my list on the Worst Spotify, guest so. ever. What? what? <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. This was a total waste yeah. of time. We lost it all. We lost it all. Last time I bring on a guest. (laughs) (laughs) See that, John? You've ruined it for everybody else. (laughs) So, John, I take it that you need to get in contact with our technical, um, our IT apartment. Department. Um, Hold on. He's still trying. Actually, maybe I do. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do, but I can't. Like, this is. This is a popular game, but like the main theme. Oh, you can't find the song? The main theme is just like not on here. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say earlier. On It's not on YouTube? I, I'm seeing a lot of other ones, but. John, John. Someone didn't do their homework. <laughs> <laughs> Someone didn't come prepared. John showed it the test day. With nothing, <laughs> I don't know what I, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> we're we're gonna make it real easy for more guests to come on the podcast when they see how we've treated John. <laughs> <laughs> the, the whole podcast just turns into John trying to find one song. It's <laughs> just riffing over it. <laughs> what an okay. idiot! Okay, I'm, I'm gonna substitute my song for for this one. Ready. All right. 
Shall I redo my <laughs> intro to it? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> this game is unlike any other campaign that I've ever experienced. Takes a lot of time. It's got a lot of depth to it. So this is one of the themes from Red Dead Redemption 2. I knew it. I just feel like a cowboy. That's the purpose. I don't know exactly what you would call the effect on that guitar, but it's twang. such an iconic sound. It's, I think it's literally called twang. It's twang? just very standoffish and mysterious. Like, you don't really know what's going to happen with the music. There are a lot of new elements that they kind of reel into that genre of song that kind of spaghetti western sound because the guitar is there but they add in a lot of small like percussion details that set it apart for me john did you actually have another song from red dead yes i have one more wait kevin have you played red dead 2 played red dead and red dead 2 and one of my games is red dead 1 <laughs> what no way i promise yeah next we'll have to go to me next so i i can talk about red dead Okay. But it's going to be the same type of vibe discussion. So the next song that I picked from Red Dead 2, this is the one that's after at like 80 hours of playing the campaign. So I have a question. Does the main character die at the end of this song? He dies during the song. Oh my gosh. Just before the song, your horse is shot. The gang that is like your family steals everything you have and then while you're running for your life you encounter one of them and have this brutal fight to the death basically you are left to die on the edge of this cliff and he like breathes his last breath as he stares off into the sunset or sunrise while the song is playing And that's the climax of the game. That's incredible. Both Red Dead games did a good job with telling a really, really good story. That's such a great song to end off to because it's so solemn. Yeah. It's just like, I think that this song shares 
as much storytelling capabilities as the song that I played before. Um, and I think that like the entire soundtrack is very good at storytelling and very experiential. Because the whole setting is about being a cowboy in the Wild West, just mm-hmm. roughing it, isn't it? Yeah, basically. I've yet to play a Red Dead game. You should, man. You should. Awesome. First pick. Well done. Thank you. So, so <laughs> Kevin, would you like to yeah. go next? Yeah, this might be, this is a perfect segue because two of my songs are from the first Red Dead Redemption. The first one, like John was saying, is what he said about the second. It's just a a super in-depth story and great characters and and the music again just reflects the whole the whole setting of of the game here's my first song sounds pretty like militaristic you think so yeah i think it has something to do with the drums like the snare I the drums know. okay hmm. when does this song play in red dead one this is the theme oh it is yeah i thoroughly enjoyed that have you played the first one i have but i was so young that i don't remember a lot but i do remember that song yeah, I mean, I think Red Dead 1 does does a good job just utilizing all the quintessential instruments to Western music. I mean, your strings, uh, you heard the trumpets in this song. The sort of like the, the uh, vocals in the background, you know, not as like exaggerated as something like the good and the bad and the ugly theme, but, you know, they're still there. Um, so yeah, they, they did a good job of the just really kind of replicating that that feeling um, of those traditional Western. For Which sure. is what you expect, you know, in a, in a video game that's, that's set in the West. One more song to show you. 
Um, and, and I kind of wanted to contrast. Like I knew this was a bit more, a little more uh, upbeat in a sense. You know, it had it had the drums, the horns going. But uh, I thought it was a really good song they had in this game that kind of contrasted those feelings. So I'll play that now. Sure. Yeah, I, like, I thought that was a, a great contrast to basically every other song in the game. <laughs> it is. It's It shows a bit more diversity to the game. Like, it's not all Western. I don't necessarily think Western. I think mountains. Yeah, like, like country. Countryside. Yeah, like, I think yeah. about, like, like, hiking a trail or, like, you know, just, like, sitting, like, at a cat, like, on a, on a, on a porch swing. It was so great just to sit back and just experience that song. To me, it just feels like it's exactly that setting. And it kind of just feels like you're saying, like, you're wishing a friend farewell yeah. kind of feeling. Like, yeah. out in the like out in the mountains, just like, it's, it's, it's very hopeful. If you well, told me my <laughs> that that song was actually not from Red Dead 1 and in fact it was a part of the like Fox and the Hound movie soundtrack <laughs> I, I wouldn't believe you forever neither one of you sees your natural boundaries life's one happy game <laughs> yeah I gotta go it sounds exactly like that. Oh my gosh, that's so true. <laughs> For real though, I'm definitely adding that song to my camping and chill playlist. Really? Yeah, oh, I, I like that. That, one. that song's yes. incredible. I I thought so. Wow. Like it just it transported me. That's the purpose. It's supposed to take you back, back to the West. All right, James Matthew, I think you're up next. I think I'm going to start with probably one of my strongest picks. Big fan of the Mario games, to say the least. But I don't have a Switch, so I haven't been able to play the new games. But I have been able to listen to some of the soundtracks from the new games. And I do believe that this song comes from, I believe it's Super Mario 3D World, I think think that's what it comes from but when I first heard this song I listened to it and it just it blew me away (laughs) 
I love whimsical kind of music. And with like the little chimes and what I'm assuming is a, a brass instrument, maybe a flute? Mm-hmm. It's very lighthearted, which definitely is the vibe of a Mario game. It's, it's very... It's very curious. And like with that song too, it just, oh, like it, it's all set in this wintry kind of wonderland and it's just, oh, I love it so much. Like it just, for me, I already have a very, very soft spot in my heart for winter anyway. And then when you add this song, it just, this song to me feels like you're going into like a ball at a castle in wintertime and it's snowing. Like that's what this conveys to me. And it's like you said, Kevin, it's so whimsical. I love all of it. I just love everything about this song. You have another one for us? I do have another song, but it's not from this game. Should I go on to just a whole nother pick? Uh, It doesn't matter to me. If you're feeling like you want to keep on rocking and rolling. Well, if we want to go down... A totally new strain of music. Do I have something for you? And I think we'll all have a little something to say about this next song. (laughs) I'm intrigued. So this, uh, I would say, is a minor detour from the types of songs we've been listening to. Our, our at point five of a listener that was remaining probably has turned off the podcast by now. <laughs> it's not to say that I don't like it, but I am willing to say that the majority of people listening are not going to be a fan. Hard rock is definitely an acquired taste. <laughs> I would I would go as far as to say that this is metal. You okay? Sure. A little Because some people consider like ACDC hard rock. That's true. That's true. Sure, it's like metal and like scream, screamo. No. But we can't, we have to address the elephant in the room. That this is from Call of Duty Zombies. Which just makes sense, right? What other song are you going to 
kill zombies too. Yeah, I mean that's that's like what sells it for me. Like if I hadn't experienced it, I don't know that I would love it like as much. But having experienced it in game, it's like legendary. So you you wouldn't you wouldn't listen to this going for a walk or anything like that. <laughs> it's not exactly your uh, your your mountain cabin porch swing music. Right. <laughs> like we had earlier. Wait, are you saying you wouldn't wave farewell to one of your best friends to the tune of this song? <laughs> <laughs> this song is in Fox and the Hound. <laughs> oh. Lest we forget, one of the most iconic video game songs, I think, or at least in the Call of Duty franchise. is haunting so haunting it's it's so crazy because it's it really is just a piano but at the same (laughs) exact time it's so much more than just a piano oh and the sweeping atmosphere too like there's just the sounds that come in and out and oh the song is almost entirely atmosphere but it's it's like it's it's not an atmosphere that's full of all these things. It's an ab- atmosphere that's lonely and like absent and, and creepy. Oh, yeah. I think you touched, I think you really touched a nerve there when you said like it feels lonely. Oh my gosh. Because when you're playing the game <laughs> and when you're, especially when you're playing with friends, it is the loneliest thing in the world. Like you are totally trapped. And it's just you if you're not playing with friends and no one is watching your back and you just have to survive for as long as possible. Right. And, I think and that's... at no point are you free to escape. It's just how long can you survive? Yeah, it's, it's endless. Well, those are my two picks for now. Very different songs <laughs> going yeah, from Mario little, to Call of Duty. I, I really um, appreciated those. I like that. Um, I can go next just because I think that that was a pretty good segue into another genre of Call of Duty. This soundtrack, there there has been a Modern Warfare, a Call of Duty Modern Warfare before, but the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare has a soundtrack and it, it is your typical like big orchestra Call of Duty soundtrack, but it's just done so incredibly well and there's so much atmosphere in or not even not even just atmosphere also like emotion
does it have a Western feel to okay. that? Okay, let me say this. I was just about to say, this does not sound like Call of Duty at all. And when it first started, it definitely sounded so Western, James Matthew, just like you said. But then as the song went on, I found myself like thinking I was in like a a Christopher Nolan Batman movie. Am I am I crazy for thinking that? No. Okay. Absolutely not. It sounds very Hans Zimmer. Right? Very Hans Zimmer. That's what I thought. Okay, just making sure I wasn't crazy. By the way, the girl that did the soundtrack for the new Modern Warfare, it's a girl. She's 33 years old. She's like barely older than us. And she's cranking out stuff like this. That's pretty impressive. What are we what are we Can doing we... with our lives? Proud of myself. She not Shut only up, Kevin. <laughs> She not only has done um, big things like the new Modern Warfare, but she's also been or composed a lot Pac-Man Rise of a Warrior. A lot of other big titles. She's done movie stuff like for Now You See Me, Iron Man 3. She did Assassin's Creed Origins, Assassin's no Creed Black Flag, Far Cry 3. Oh. Yeah. How in the world do you work on stuff like that as, a, as someone in your early 20s? Her first music production as a composer was released in 2010, which means that she was... 12 she, years old. No, I'm kidding. She, yeah, she's probably like 18. Yeah. Or that is unreal. There. Anyways, quick history lesson. She's so talented. Her name is uh, Sarah Skockner. I didn't know how to pronounce that last name either. Um, yeah, I'm, I probably butchered it, but it's okay. I don't think she listens to the podcast, so I think we're good. <laughs> <laughs> but a, a good portion of modern warfare is like the campaign of it is in the middle east which might be where you're getting those western vibes Mm -hmm. um and the next song that i'm going to play here um is just a great example of how the emotion can change from like this kind of middle east atmosphere and then like throw you straight into the streets of europe
Oh my gosh. I mean, it just, it has this repetitive nature to it that just like sort of stresses you out a little bit while you play the game. Like you're kind of walking through the streets and you don't know who's a bad guy, who's not a bad guy. Like is one of these civilians gonna pull a gun out and just like constantly like things start blowing up and this is the song that's playing. So good. And I remember Kevin for the virtual worlds in E minor uh, episode, we had actually talked about how unmemorable or really forgettable all of the Call of Duty soundtracks yeah. are. So and this is a great example of call like just Call of Duty getting it right. Stepping up their game. It's so good. I have to agree. Great pick. Well done. Was that two songs? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I played two. Am I up next? Um, if you would like to be. Uh, y'all have both done two games? Uh-huh. Well, I guess I'll do my intro first. Okay, so my next game, I have to pay tribute to the classics. I don't know if y'all have ever played this. I don't think too many people our age have it's a pretty older game from the 8-bit era ninja gaiden
probably the hardest Whoa. game I've ever played in my life. Uh, I couldn't beat it. It's it's impossible as far as I'm concerned. Um, <laughs> I still enjoy the music though. The music is so intense in this game, and for good reason, because when you die, it's like, it's agony. Because you have to go all the way back, and you start again. From the so very beginning? Not, well, from, it might as well be. Because the beginning of the level, I mean, some of these levels are just it, incredibly hard. It's like they don't want you to win. The amount of cheese in this game is unreal. <laughs> when you started playing that song, I instantly got the biggest smile on my face. Why? And then, wh why? Yeah. Why? Um, because one, it just made me think about what something John had said a long time ago, which is just what an old soul, like what an old soul you are. An old soul. <laughs> mm -hmm. Picking up me old. The, uh, he, he, well, old, old man soul. Kevin. But like, <laughs> picking out an 8-bit song, for one, so picking out that, mm -hmm. or maybe it's six, yeah, picking out an 8-bit song, and then, like, being able to explain how infuriating it is and all of that stuff, but <laughs> it's just, that's, that's what made me smile, is what, just the nature of the song, imagining you playing it as a little one and getting frustrated, and then... I have to say, halfway through the song, I completely lost track of what we were doing and thought of something totally different and forgot we were even listening to music. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm going to lean on it being a bad thing okay. because it got repetitive. I don't know. Sure. It sounded like it got repetitive to me. It, yeah. it was a little repetitive. I appreciate 8-bit music it's hard for me to appreciate them distinctly because to a certain extent they all sound relatively the same to me interesting see I, i'm completely opposite i i find that their own from you know all the ninja Gaiden series to mega man to me they're they're just unique enough for me to really appreciate everyone because to me there's not a whole lot you can do with sounds coming from a computer chip and those being synthesized and then creating an actual song. To me, there's enough variety variety in this 8-bit music for me to just really love them for their simplicity, but also for the people who actually had to had to make the song. And then create a whole soundtrack basically for a game. Dude, those old games were just hard. No, I, I, I agree. I think the 8-bit era has some of the hardest games of all time. Uh, I don't know why game developers back then enjoyed torturing us so much, but uh, <laughs> they, they definitely gave me some, some good memories to look back on. I just think that this is a pretty interesting segue. This is, I would argue, within the same genre. Not 8-bit, but the idea of 
computer-generated music. I feel like this game kind of sells itself to you, and we're just gonna jump right into it. This game is the future of an 8-bit game. Like, I would argue that 8-bit evolved into something like Rocket League. Like, it's a very simple concept, um, and it's completely digital, like, all the music. Now, there, like, there is some instruments in there, like, they have some bass lines and, and different stuff that they kind of steal here and there. Um, but it's mostly all electronic music. All right, James, would you like to go next? Why, sure. I debated on this next pick. I'm very excited about this pick now because I have played the crap out of this game. And I think this game single-handedly got me like excited about business. I'm just going to go ahead and play it. What do you mean this video is not available? I can see how this game got you into business. Is it a virus on my computer? Yes. <laughs> Hold on, let me try this one. Let me try this one. Social security number and credit card. Yeah. Oh my gosh, here it is. I will never forget playing this game on my sister's Dell Latitude, which had was probably two inches thick of a laptop, and the screen was more tall than it was wide. James Matthew, I'll never forget watching you play this on your sister's Dell laptop. <laughs> you would have workers that wouldn't be doing their job, so you had to fire them. And I remember as a little kid being like, I have to fire this person? What, why? Ruin like, what, what did I, I have to ruin their livelihood? Like, uh, what have I done? And then at that point, it was a very uh, sharp downhill turn because once I realized that you could pick up uh, residents and throw them into the water and watch them drown... That did change the game a little bit for me. And it also changed you as a person. <laughs> I guess you could say you that. And then <laughs> the natural progression from that was to intentionally crash uh, roller coasters into the water. Um, you didn't really get good ratings if you did that. But hey, you know, it's all, all fun and games until thousands of people die and then sue your park. Oh my god. This song, though, it has it's pure nostalgia for me. John, did you play Roller Coaster Tycoon growing up? I did. I played it on an old off-white. But the crazy thing is, I almost picked this same exact thing as one of my. Picks. No way. Yeah, and I ended up not doing it because I couldn't find the song on Spotify, and I was unaware that we could just YouTube the songs. Well, who's next? Have we all have we all done three? Kevin, are you up? Red Dead and Ninja Gaiden. Yep, I think. Yeah, it's that's Kevin's right. Turn. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead with my personal favorites. Um, 
this game or game series has consumed a lot of my time recently. Um, I may just put it up there with my favorite video game series of all time. Uh, I don't. I don't know if there's any more I could say right now, but ladies and gentlemen, this is Dark Souls Three. I really enjoy the fact that each boss in this game, and that's what Dark Souls is known for, their hardest bosses, the music associated with each one is so unique to the boss itself. It's incredible. And Dark Souls is known for being one of the hardest video game series of all time. So just the amount of uh, pressure you're under, um, my heart's never beaten so fast for a video game ever. Yeah, the, the the joke is is like, oh, this is this is the final boss music, right? No, it's the tutorial boss. That's that's pretty much the joke for every boss in the game. There, it's every song is so well composed. I feel like the only word that comes to mind when I'm listening to that song is daunting. <laughs> yes, that is a perfect word. If you've ever played a game like this, then then you'll understand. And this was my first Dark Souls game, so being completely new to the series, I was wondering if I just needed to quit this early. I was like, can I even, can I even play this game? I'm gonna have fun. Uh, but you know, as they say, get good. And I did. I'll, I'll end off on sort of the the meme song of this series. Uh, I still think it's good alone, but but y'all, there's no doubt y'all heard this. There was a really funny video of like this, like a Russian show where this like five-year-old on one of those like special talent kids or whatever. And the show host brings out like a grandmaster world champion Russian guy. And that music starts playing when it goes into a lull. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, yeah, yeah. the, the kid's like a, like a chess prodigy and they bring yeah. out like a world-renowned like grandmaster. Yeah. And he starts crying. <laughs> like, mom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that, so this is this is that song. It, 
it, it's it's a really good meme, but I, I I enjoy the song, other than its meme status. I feel like it's too high IQ for me. What do you mean? <laughs> it's too smart. What do you too smart? What are you talking about? It sounds highbrow. Huh? What do you mean? This song. Wait, like what the are you medieval, referring to? The the music. It's too highbrow. My brain. I can't comprehend it. <laughs> I I will. Interesting. I I. I kind of feel like I, I understand what he's saying. It's like, if you know, you know, kind of thing. I see. Okay, so it's like you don't really know the context of like, the feeling of the game, right? I, I'd say that the, the songs very much coincide with the combat of the game. It's like a, it's like a slow, <laughs> it's gonna sound really nerdy, but it's like a dance, right? With like, the boss's move sets are very much entwined with like the music. When the music kind of went into that dull and then like the whole choir starts singing is when the boss stops, waits, and then just starts charging at you, right? So that's when that they, they both kind of sync up. I feel like you, you might need to experience the game to really, really appreciate the music. It's my third game. Very nice. Final round. <laughs> Final round. <laughs> it all comes down to this. Our best picks. Oh gosh. Hold on, let me look at my list again. What? I'm I'm pretty confident in mine. I'm not confident in mine. That's why I saved mine for last. I uh, I I don't know if I would say that this one that I'm gonna do next is my best one but i think that it's a timeless one hyping it up i guess i guess i should go ahead and play it i'm gonna i'm not gonna say the name of it yet I, i'm interested to see if you guys can, can i ain't looking at nothing can figure out what video game this comes from I think I know what this is, but only because John picked it. Is this an Assassin's Creed game? This is. Uh, I knew it! Is this Black, Black Flag? Flag? It is. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, another Sarah Skogner production.
you can tell. It's the strings, man. She gives her strings away. This game is unlike so many other games. I mean, this is an open world pirate game. It sounds very adventurous. And this is the same woman who did the Modern Warfare soundtrack? Correct. Wow, she's very talented. Right? Now, one other thing um, that Assassin's Creed Black Flag is also very famous for is the sea shanties. I thought I heard the old man say, Leave her, Johnny, leave her. Tomorrow ye will get your pay, and it's time for us to leave her. Leave her, Johnny, leave her. Oh, leave her, Johnny, leave her. That was one of the really cool things about having your ship as you have your crew on your ship and while you're sailing you can cycle through different sea shanties and your your crew will basically like sing with each other there's just so many fun little little shanties like that that are super catchy and it makes you want to sail yeah that's very well put that definitely adds a lot of atmosphere to the game uh, i enjoyed that that was a nice shanty if i do say so myself you go around singing shanties much, Kevin? Uh, here and there. One thing that they also do really well is whenever you cycle through the shanties, one of the other random crewmates will just like yell over everyone else and then everyone will just start singing that one. And so there's not really ever like this awkward like cut and start. Everybody's singing one and then they just, somebody starts another one and then everybody joins in with that one. All right, crew, it's time to sing I'm Blue, Devil D, Devil Die. Yo, listen up here. That <laughs> little guy that lives in everybody. <laughs> okay, that didn't take off. <laughs> Could you imagine? It's like, the, it's like the 1500s in the middle of the ocean, just cruising around, and you hear a faint... Oh my god! Captain! It's the enemy! God, they're singing Blue Devil D Devil Die! I live in the blue house with a blue window. Blue is the color of all that I wear. So, you were actually talking about virtual reality a little bit earlier, John, and it actually tipped me off to this again because this is a virtual reality game that you can only play through a headset. It was developed by a bunch of YouTubers, and it's considered one of the best VR games you can buy. And the guy that did the soundtrack does the soundtrack to a lot of VR games, but I personally think this is some of his best work.
it's very unique. I don't know if I can put a like a certain decade sound on it. It might be 80s. Um, it's definitely it, it definitely kind of feels a little retro in some songs. Other songs have a completely different feel. The bass line is so good as well, especially with video game soundtracks. No one listens to VR <laughs> video game soundtracks. And the fact that I, I just stumbled upon this on Spotify one day, it was it was quite the treat. I'm going to go ahead and play the last song from this game. I really, I really enjoyed that one. Like it, it sounded like it was using instruments, but at the same time, it was using things that aren't instruments. It's a weird way of putting it, but this sound to me almost sounds like if Skyrim was an '80s thriller, because like you have the kind of the chanting and the choir of Skyrim, and then you've got kind of the epic grandeur of the drums in the back. You have all of this synth happening at the same time with this really kind of odd hammer dulcimer sounds that carries throughout almost the whole song. It's got a lot of like Stranger Things vibes. Yeah. It's unlike anything I've heard before. And I think that's why I enjoy it so much. My favorite song from this album is Opera de Ocean. Okay, I get major Portal 2 vibes from yeah. this. It's so spooky. This one is spooky and mysterious, but epic. This is like Adam's family. Dude, this one is my favorite, dude. And when they speed things up, bro, here we go. I get major Haunted Mansion vibes. Yeah, right? 
Yeah, that one's definitely my favorite. But but the whole soundtrack's good. I think that's what I'm going to end on. Solid. Solid. I was hoping you'd do Boneworks. Yay! Good. All right, Kevin. Wrap us up. Well, I'm going to have to level. Mm. I haven't played this game. I'm glad I went last because hopefully... I I don't know if the podcast is going to get canceled for this. (gasps) I I don't know how people feel about this subject. Um, It's Mm. from a video game, so it it has to be fine. But I don't know if other people are kind of sensitive to it. The game is Wolfenstein, The New Order. And basically what was so cool about their soundtrack was that... They have a soundtrack for the game, as in like normal, like kind of ambiance music that you play while playing. But what, what what was so cool is that they made a totally different soundtrack based on like an in-world recording studio, like a record label. Their songs are like a twisted, like Nazi propaganda version of popular American songs. if that makes sense at all so there's like a whole album of like u.s inspired songs which have like a weird because you know in in the in the game it's like if you know the nazis won the war and everything you know it's it's sort of that kind of premise alternate yeah yeah yeah, an alternate history so with that in mind here's some wolfenstein songs Es gibt ein Haus in Neu-Berlin, man nennt es Haus Abendrot. Es war der Ruin vieler guter Jungs, von mir, mein Gott, litt ich Not. House of the Rising Sun by Not the Animals. Yeah. I feel like this is just the strangest Oktoberfest. <laughs> More so, I'm kind of impressed with the actual idea of, I, I believe it was Bethesda who made this game, to like go above and beyond and, and make a German pop song soundtrack for this game. <laughs> I thought that was really cool. I, mean, I thought the song was catchy. I mean, it's a good, it's a, well, which version? <laughs> this this one. version? Dude, I, I, I honestly don't listen to many songs with an accordion, but I think it pulled <laughs> it off. <laughs> I, I think, I, I think it's not my taste, but it was, it was a good listen. Wait, John, are you telling me that him. German propaganda music isn't your thing? Yeah, I can't, I can't say that's, you know... I don't know. Who am I kidding? You guys, you guys got me. That's what I go to every morning. I wake up and I and I, I put my clothes on and I get in my truck and then it's immediately German propaganda. Oh, do it. <laughs> Wait. So when you drive up to the site yeah. for work, uh-huh. no one is ever slightly mortified that you show up blaring German propaganda music to the uh, to the site. 
No, not really. They're like, who he, is he that? Just, oh, that's Kevin. I, yeah, I just pop out well. with my accordion and I start going to town. I think two things. Yeah. I think I can appreciate um, Bethesda going above and beyond. Like, somebody had to think of this. Like, <laughs> what if the Germans redid all of the most popular songs from the, like, I'm assuming 60s and 70s. Yeah, and 50s, then, 60s, 70s. Yeah. yeah, and then they just, you know spun it for their own terrible purposes and then so that's i get a kick out of that and then i i get a kick out of the fact that they actually did it and then (laughs) i also get it a a kick out of imagining you exerting your dominance through german propaganda songs with your accordion on site so i'm glad you i'm glad you (laughs) i'm okay with that take The, the lyrics don't hold back either it's do, you, stri- do you know what it translates to? Well, no, I've looked up the lyrics, and it's sh- it's straight up like German propaganda that like they they'd probably play in like World War Two or something. What does it say? What is it? Hold on, let me look up the lyrics real quick. I feel like this is key. Here we go. Okay, maybe it's not as bad as I remember, but they're making references to like the New Berlin. That's it. Yeah, pretty, yeah, it might not have been as propagandish as I thought. Yeah. Yeah, there is a house in New Berlin they call the Setting Sun. It's been the ruin of many good boys. From me, my God, I suffered misery. Hmm. That's it? Well, no, I mean, the, the, the lyrics go on. Hmm. Do you want me to sing it for you? <laughs> in German? Please. Kevin's been practicing <clears throat> in the shower. Uh, uh, by the way, to our audience... I don't speak German. I just have to have to let everybody know that, you know. Mm. So I'm not meaning. And if we have any German listeners, I'm not trying to make a mockery of the language. Yeah, I can already <laughs> I can already hear the the comments right now. Like, um, <laughs> um, that's not the correct um, pronunciation of of that word. Um. <laughs> okay, here we go. <clears throat> Do you want me to sing it? Yes, you're killing us. <laughs> Hold on, let me play. Let me play the music. Oh my gosh! Whoa, whoa, whoa. You can cut this part out, but I'm gonna play the music with it. So I'm listening to something, right? Like I'm singing to myself. Okay. Okay, sure. Es gibt ein Haus in Neuberlin. My Nintes house abendrot. Es war der Wien wie der Gunther Jungs von mir mein gottlittisch Not. That's pretty good, wasn't it? Oh my gosh! <laughs> that, was, that was great! <laughs> Guys. I'm so <laughs> impressed. I can't believe it! I'm pretty good! <laughs> <laughs> I think you found your calling. What well, was I? Was I doing the right uh, voice inflections or whatever? <laughs> like, look, at my I, my ears were blessed. Was it that good? I think I became a man. <laughs> I think I became German. Kevin, that was incredible. <laughs> was it? <laughs> well, I gotta I gotta hear this. I'll send it to you first, and then I'll listen to it. Yeah, there we go. I trust you. If you and John say that I was, I was killing it, I believe you. Oh, you were killing it. 
<laughs> John, was I? I think it was it was beyond killing it. Like it was borderline murdering it in a good way. Wow. I might just uh, uh, practice a little bit more and uh, start seeing that on public. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I think it's ready. Do I hear really? karaoke bar? <laughs> <laughs> karaoke nice. <laughs> like, start singing. <laughs> Right, I'll sing it. I'll sing a song. <laughs> <laughs> Without the old accordion. I'm glad I, I, I chose to include this song. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully that made the song even better. Oh, it did. In fact, I feel like I was experiencing it for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I should make my own recording. It's, yeah, it's true format. <laughs> Straight from the lips of Kevin. Oh.